Bible prophesied of a unique time on earth, Israel would be returned to her land, the church would turn to false doctrines, technology would increase, and wickedness and immorality would run rampant. The time spoken of so long ago has come. Join Charlie Garrett as he breaks down these events for us as they unfold each week. It's 23 June, Sunday. Time for the Prophecy Update of the Week. And I'll say this now, and I'll say it towards the end of the Prophecy Update, is that at the ending of the Prophecy Update, I have a special video, which I'm going to include right at the end, so do not click off when the Prophecy Update is over. You want to make sure that you stay. It's only about a minute long. I am assuring you that you will enjoy it immensely. So please don't click off the Prophecy Update after our normal closing. And I have a bandana from John and Kathy Saletti. Now, I have a question for you. Does this bother anybody here that I announced that somebody sent me a bandana and I appreciate no. it? No. Okay, good. Because I had some person email me and said, I unsubscribed from you a year ago because you mentioned people at the beginning of the update and you thank them for your bandanas. And I thought, you know, that, that's a person with way too much time on his hands. And he came back, he said, I thought I'd give you another chance. And, of course, you're still talking about your bandanas. And so he said, I'll never subscribe to you again. And I said, okay, well, that's fine. Doesn't break my heart at all. I mean, if that's the thing that you have wrong in life, you probably have really, really bigger problems. But anyway, I just wanted to thank them. And they've uh, got another bandana coming next week, maybe. It's got some blue in it, though, so I may not be able to... Uh, wear it because the blue screen will show that I actually have nothing in my head. So we'll see if that'll work or not. But um, I have something important to announce. This is, ma'am, would you please not get up during the uh, service? Come over here. That means come over here. My wife is in back getting mangoes ready for people at the end of the service. Uh, please come up here, Miss Garrett. We need you before, uh, you know, the day ends. She didn't know this was coming, and I try to do it from time to time just because I've got such a precious wife. Is that uh, come over here, stand with me? I just want everybody to know that this week, on the 28th of this week, this woman will have put up with me for 35 years. So, happy anniversary to my precious wife. And you know, you're very well loved by me and by all the people in the congregation. All right, you go have a nice seat now. <laughs> A badge of courage that goes along with being the wife of this guy. I know. Anyway, so there you go. Um, let's see. Our first category, as always, is not bandana. Okay? Although I do thank people for bandanas. That's not a category. That's just a sign of appreciation. Our first category is Israel. And from the Al Jemainer, Israeli startup develops firefighting drone to combat Gaza incendiary balloons. This is just kind of a tech thing, but I thought it was kind of cool. Since the beginning of this year, over 220 acres have been destroyed. Although work is ongoing, the IDF has been unable to create a viable countermeasure to the incendiary devices. But a startup called Air Quills, I guess is how you pronounce it, has developed an entirely Israeli-built firefighting drone that can respond rapidly and effectively to the fires as soon as they start. The drone is capable of carrying 30 kilos in weight for more than a half an hour of flight and fires shells filled with flame-retardant material. When the shells come into contact with intense heat, they disperse the material, which can extinguish fires as large as five square meters. The system is also capable of thermal scanning at a range of 20 square kilometers, 
to detect fires and can fly up to 90 kilometers per hour. Particularly innovative is the system developed to keep the aircraft balanced even as it releases its cargo. The drone itself is backed up by a sophisticated detection system which feeds info from the thermal scanner to computers located in a war room in Kibbutz Nir Am. If a fire is confirmed, a drone is dispatched and quietly extinguishes the fires. It comes with optional Hellfire missile attachment for blowing up Palestinians who launch arson kites. Okay, the last sentence I added in. <laughs> Not true. From the Times of Israel, Netanyahu inaugurates new Golan community honoring Trump. We said this was coming. Well, here it is. The Trump name graces apartment towers, hotels, and golf courses, and the presidency of the United States, which they left out. Now it is the namesake of a tiny Jewish community on the Golan Heights. Prime Minister Netanyahu's cabinet convened to formally approve and announce the inauguration of a new community named after President Trump. U.S. Ambassador David Friedman and officials from the Golan Regional Council also attended the ceremony, unveiling the new community of Ramat Trump, to be known in English as Trump Heights. Israel hopes the community, first built under a different name in the 1980s, will attract a wave of people to what is currently little more than an isolated outpost with just 10 residents. So we'll hope that many people want to be a part of Ramat Trump. From the Times of Israel, official New Zealand government website wipes Israel off the map. Immigration New Zealand, an official government website, published a fact sheet with a map of the Middle East that showed a Palestine, but not Israel. Following a barrage of complaints on social media, the webpage was removed. And then just yesterday, I read a follow-up is that they actually have apologized for their, sure. their error. From the Jerusalem Post, Washington, not asking Friedman to walk back comments about annexation. A week or so ago, Friedman said that annexation is something that sh should be considered by the Jews in the West Bank, and um, uh, Washington is not getting down on him about it. The White House has given no indication that it will ask U.S. Ambassador David Friedman to walk back comments in a New York Times interview saying that Israel has the right to retain some of the West Bank. Though the comments incensed the Palestinians and led to calls for his dismissal by the Israeli left, inquiries indicate that there is no intention to ask him to issue any type of a retraction. Under certain circumstances, I think Israel has the right to retain some, but unlikely all, of the West Bank, Friedman said in the interview. Economy Minister Eli Cohen of Kalanu tweeted that there was no need for Friedman to apologize because he did not make a mistake. Now, after 52 years, the time is ripe to start extending Israeli sovereignty at this stage over the settlement blocks. And I agree totally and wholeheartedly with that. From the Times of Israel, Israeli soldier punished for putting dairy and meat in the same fridge on base. Bad news for him. An Israel Defense Forces soldier was confined to an army base for a weekend as punishment for putting dairy and meat products in the same refrigerator. According to Channel 12 News, he put cheese and cold cuts on the same shelf in a refrigerator on his base. Under Jewish dietary laws, which the IDF adheres to, it is forbidden to mix meat and dairy together. Okay, does anybody know where that law comes from? Yeah, come, well, from Exodus. Exodus, and it's also in Deuteronomy, but we'll take you to uh, Exodus 23, and I'll read you that particular uh, thing so you know why that's going on. Exodus 23, 
and in verse 19 it says, and you have to wonder how they get that policy out of this. Um, Exodus 23, 19, that's obviously not it there. Let's hear Exodus 20. Uh, yes, the verse 19, the first of the first fruits of your land you shall bring into the house of the Lord your God. Here it is. You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. And so from that statement, the Jews don't allow any dairy and meat products ever. You cannot go to Israel and get a cheeseburger. It's not going to happen. If you ask for one, they'll look at you like you're insane. So just so you know, Jewish law takes things to unintended extremes. And besides that, the law is set aside in Christ. If you've come to Christ, eat what you want. Don't be afraid of things like that. But I just thought that was one of those peculiarities yeah. that might See, interest yeah. you. Yeah. From Christian News, I call this the state of the church. And you'll understand why after about the first 10 articles. From the Christian Post, Vision Church of Atlanta adds a psychic medium to the ministerial staff. From Mail Online, wild-eyed televangelist Kenneth Copeland appears unhinged in an interview where he defends his $760 million fortune. He's worth three quarters of a billion dollars and says he needs to use three private jets because demonic environment on commercial flights are not good for a preacher. Well, yeah, let me tell you something. When Jesus went out into the, uh, the uh, you know, areas of Israel, the populace, he didn't stand away from people. He got in with them. He didn't stay apart from them. This guy, you know, I could see asking for money for a private jet, maybe. Actually, I could never see that. But he asked for it. And he already has two private jets, and now he asks his congregation to fund a third one when that guy is worth $760 million. Absolutely insane. There you go, the state of the church. From The Guardian, Alabama Church to screen shunned Arthur episode featuring a gay wedding. Okay, so they're going to show the gay wedding at an Alabama church. New York Post, Mexican church leader charged in horrific child sex ring. The leader of a Mexican fundamentalist Christian church that boasts more than one million followers was busted in L.A. on charges of human trafficking, child rape, child pornography, and other crimes. Supposedly a fundamentalist church with him as the head of it. Don't trust anybody in this world. From LifeSite, renowned U.S. Catholic hymnist composes song to celebrate pro-homosexual theme. CBN, liberal church sponsors drag queen story time for kids after library cancels it. Library canceled it. Church says, we'll show it. Open Cathedral Church in Leander rented a room in the public library and will host the event. From Mail Online. Kmart bans customers using religious words such as Jesus or church at its photo printing kiosks, but Islam and Koran are allowed. Kmart has caused outrage after its photo printing kiosks banned some words relating to religion. Words such as Jesus, church, and Bible used in captions were deemed to be profanities and replaced with asterisks. The words Jewish and Allah were also banned, but mosque, Islam, and Quran were not. When customers tried to caption photos with forbidden words, a message came up on the screen saying, profanity has been detected in text and substituted with dot, 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 dot. There you go. That's Kmart for you. Yeah, that's, that's why they're going out of business. From the Daily Caller, conservative Anglicans criticized Church of England opening the door for marijuana investment. So the Church of England is now going to be selling pot. Holy smokes! The Church of England is considering investing in the burgeoning cannabis industry. 
The church's investment arm, the Church Commissioners for England, will reportedly relax its rules against investment in medical marijuana companies. The church commissioners manage a $8.2 billion portfolio, which funds the ministry of the COE. The cannabis industry is worth about $150 billion today, and according to Barclays, the British Investment Bank, that number is expected to rise to $272 billion by 2028. Not all Anglicans are on board, thank goodness. The COE had made a number of changes to its teaching in recent years on hot-button topics such as gay marriage and the ordination of women to the priesthood, alienating some church members and compelling certain Anglican national churches to splinter off or distance themselves from the COE, which they should do. From Christian Headlines. China installs surveillance cameras in churches to monitor Christians. I've said that before. That's just another article if you want to go read it. From the Christian Post, Chinese Christians memorize entire Bible in prison. The government can't take what's hidden in your heart. These people understand the need for the Word of God. Instead of watching 4,000 Prophecy Updates a week, they read their Bible, they memorize it, they know that they're going to be in jail eventually, and they can keep that hidden in their heart. Oh, if all of God's people would memorize scripture. Or just read scripture. Just open it and read it. Ask yourself as you are listening to the Prophecy Update in this church and online. Ask yourself, have I read the Bible at least twice in the past year? Because if you haven't, that means you're reading the Bible less than 30 minutes a day. If you've read it less than once in the past year, that means you're reading it less than 15 minutes a day. If you haven't read it in the last year, you've got to stop watching Prophecy Updates and you've got to pick up your Bible and read it. All right, one news now. Dutch TV drops Christian programming after Fakistinian complaints. From Fox News, Texas governor signs controversial Save Chick-fil-A bill into law. Good job. From the Washington Times, justices reject challenge to In God We Trust on U.S. Money. Once again, this comes up year after year. That whiner Michael Newdow is his name. He goes up and he sues to have In God We Trust taken off. And the Supreme Court justices once again turned back and said, no, we're not going to entertain that. From Islam Today, from the Times of Israel, BBC to stop using the word terror to describe attacks. The BBC has decided to stop using the word terror in order to avoid being perceived as being biased in its reporting. The report quoted well-placed BBC sources as saying the worldwide network's management is eager to report terror attacks consistently, regardless of the terrorist political ideology. Instead of calling all incidents terror attacks and risk accusations of bias, the BBC will be changing its editorial policy to remove the word terror from its lexicon unless it is contained in a direct quote. It boils down to that phrase, one man's terrorist is another man's freedom fighter. So that's how they look at the state of terror in the world today. These people that are blowing up their own citizens happen to be freedom fighters. How about high anxiety? High anxiety, exactly. Haaretz, Qatar says it will support any Mideast peace plan approved by the Fakistinians. So if the Fakistinians say we agree to it, and guess what? The, what is it, the economic thing out in Bahrain that Trump submitted, it was opened up yesterday, and the Fakistinians have collectively said we will not accept it in any way, shape, or form. And it includes, guess what, giving them $50 billion dollars. Money is, I said this weeks ago when this was submitted by Trump, money is not an enticement for these people. They are ideologues. They want Israel destroyed. They want no peace with Israel. They don't want peace with them in any way, shape, or form. They want them all dead. 
And that is their ideology, and so money does not matter to these people. If it did, they'd all be living like Israelis right now with beautiful houses, wide roads, clean water. But all of the money, the billions and billions and billions of dollars that have been given to them over the past many years have been frittered away buying bombs to kill Jews. From JNS, Pentagon suspends Turkish F-35 training as Erdogan edges closer to Putin. This has been going on, it continues, and we're getting very close to where Turkey is going to be out completely. The Pentagon has been taking major steps towards suspending its F-35 fighter jet training program for Turkish pilots in the U.S. in response to Ankara looking to acquire the S-400 Russian missile defense system. Acting U.S. Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan told his Turkish counterpart that the pilots must leave the United States by July 31st and that training for new students will be halted. The Trump admin has already suspended delivery of all F-35 aircraft shipments to Turkey. Akyan Erdemir, who served in the Turkish parliament from 2011 to 2015 and now serves as a senior fellow at the Foundation for Defense of Democracies, told JNS that the decision to purchase the S-4 system has negative consequences for Turkey beyond sanctions. Erdemir said that what was initially a bilateral conflict is now one that could destabilize NATO, which has long been a goal of Putin. Who do you think is behind this? To Putin's delight, what was initially a bilateral conflict between Ankara and Washington could soon turn into a destabilizing dynamic within the transatlantic alliance, he said. Erdogan's ill-advised insistence on acquiring a Russian air defense system is likely to hurt not only Turkey's security and interests, but all of those of its NATO allies. Putin is laughing right now at what's going on in the world. From the Times of Israel, Erdogan says he expects delivery of Russian S-400s to start in July. We are getting really close, folks. Erdogan said he expects Russia to begin delivering the S-400 missile defense systems in the first half of July. Turkey's push to buy the S-400 system has strained relations between the NATO allies with the U.S. worried it could give Russia access to sensitive technical knowledge if operated alongside its fighter jets. The country faces potentially crippling economic sanctions if it goes ahead with the purchase. We discussed the S-400 subject with Russia. Indeed, the S-400 issue is settled, Erdogan reportedly told journalists on his plane returning from a visit to Tajikistan, where he met with Russian President Vladimir Putin. I think they will come to find in the first half of July, he added, Turkish Foreign Minister Kavu Soglu, that's how you say it, Kavu Soglu warned that Ankara would respond if the U.S. slapped sanctions on the country over the plan to purchase the system. If the U.S. takes any negative actions towards us, we will also take reciprocal steps. So things are really devolving quickly with our relationships with Turkey. From Mongolia today, Xinhua, Mongolia declares war against syphilis. The health minister declared war against the STD syphilis, a growing public health concern in the East Asian country. It's funny, when I did that, everybody's ears went up and then their eyes came up. I wondered if that would work. There were a lot of people starting to doze off. Syphilis has been one of the most pressing problems in the Mongolian public health sector. So we are declaring war against the STD. 
The minister said the national campaign is aimed at preventing new cases in the next two years. It involves related health care trainings and info services in order to promote the prevention, diagnosis, and treatment of syphilis. The government will cover the necessary cost of the diagnosis and treatment of the disease. There were more than 16,000 cases of STDs in the country in 2018, of which 40% were syphilis. From Daniel 12 Technology Today from NOLA, Florida, I brought this up about two years ago. I thought it was very inventive. I wanted to see if they would go through with it, and I reported on it. They have now done it. Florida Brewery, what happens when we take our six-pack, I don't care if it's Coke or beer or whatever, the plastic around it, we throw it into the ocean. What happens? Oh, Turtles get caught around their neck. It kills them, or it gets around their bodies, and they're, they're, instead of growing out like this, their shells, they actually grow like this, and they're forever constrained. So... They have developed something, as I said, I reported on it about two years ago, and they are now using it. Florida Brewery unveils six-pack rings that feed sea turtles rather than kill them. After years of research and development, the rings made of wheat and barley are now popping up in South Florida stores. Saltwater Brewery, a craft microbrewery in Delray Beach, developed the rings with a startup called E6PR. Troubleshooting and manufacturing the rings was expensive. E6PR hopes other breweries, both small and large, will buy into the new rings and help bring costs down. According to recent research by LSU, the Gulf has one of the world's highest concentrations of marine plastic. According to craftbeer.com, E6PR is testing the rings with a select group of craft breweries, but the company wasn't ready to discuss specifics. I'm just glad they're doing it, and I hope this becomes the standard industry-wide. Mail online. MIT is developing technology based on firefly swarms to increase cycling safety by synchronizing the lights of bikes. All the bikes' lights will synchronize when you get into a pack with another person. It doesn't help you against bee stings, though. And Jim this morning was out on his 20-mile ride, and he got whacked right here by a bee, and his head is swollen up like this. It's just giant. Anybody wants to take a picture of it, I'll put it on the Prophecy Update. Um, let's see here. MIT is researching how to use lights from solitary cyclists to ensure higher visibility. MIT is working on a way to make bike illuminations pulsate at the same cadence. The project draws inspiration from how fireflies and crickets act in unison. Bikers will exchange messages peer-to-peer -peer in order to align oscillation phases. New bikes can join or leave the network at any time and don't need to share info. MIT says it could work on scooters, skateboards, and other sustainable transit. So, interesting. Revelation plagues today. This is a surprise. If this surprises anybody, I, I question you, okay? Mail Online says medical marijuana is not the solution to the opioid epidemic. Overdose deaths are higher in states that sell prescription pot. Anybody surprised at that? Medical marijuana is now legal in some 47 states. Some studies suggested that legal marijuana may help drive down fatal opioid overdoses, but drug deaths continue to surge. A Stanford U study suggests that opioid overdoses have actually increased by 23% in states with legal medical marijuana since 2014. This was predictable. I predicted it, and I had people post on YouTube. I stopped reading YouTube posts after that one. People defending this. Zero Hedge, Colorado hits $1 billion in marijuana state revenue. Guess what? That'll all go up in smoke. <laughs> Gateway Pundit. Ebola concerns in Texas after illegals from Congo cross border into the United States. 
They walked there, yes. According to sources in Texas, U.S. Border Patrol agents have apprehended illegal aliens crossing into the United States from Congo, where there is currently a deadly Ebola outbreak. More on that coming later. NBC. Is climate change to blame for a rise in flesh-eating bacteria cases? Doctors say yes. No, I'd say that it's because people are moving around more because we're taking way too many, um, what do you call them, antibiotics. We're flushing them down the toilet. It gets into the uh, environment. It spreads around the world, and things become immune to these things. That's why it has nothing to do with climate change. Everything is climate change nowadays, and nothing is affected by climate change. From France 24, in historic first, G20 weighs aging as a global risk. Do you know that getting older is a risk? Do you? I'm 55 in another few weeks, and I got to tell you what, I know that aging is a risk. Morality today. This is stupid. I mean, people make up stuff, and they just, I got to type an article on something to keep my job. I'm going to type it up on this. Morality. Mail online. Michigan Hotel offers free stay and transportation to women traveling to the state for an abortion. CBS. Texas governor signs law banning cities and counties from doing business with abortion providers. Good job, Texas. NBC. Trump admin tells U.S. embassies they cannot fly pride flag on flagpoles. The Trump admin, this started in June. I'm a little late because we had some things going on last week, but another article to go after this so you'll understand why I'm reading that. The Trump admin is rejecting requests from U.S. embassies to fly the rainbow flag Pride flag on embassy flagpoles during June, LGBTQ, LMNOP, Pride Month. From the Hill, some embassies fly rainbow flag despite rejected requests from Trump admin. Several U.S. embassies and diplomatic missions around the world are hoisting rainbow flags in honor of Pride Month despite a slate of rejections from the Trump admin of requests to fly the flag. The diplomatic missions in Seoul and Chennai, India, sent out a press release and a video advertising the flag hanging outside their prospective buildings, while the U.S. Embassy in New Delhi updated its Twitter cover photo showing a rainbow projected on it. The embassy in Santiago shows a video on its website of a diplomat flying a rainbow flag last month for International Day against homophobia, transphobia, and biphobia. And the website for the Vienna embassy features a photo of the same flag. Several ambassadors and... You see, the entire State Department needs to go. It needs to be shut down, cleansed, and redone. I said this Many years ago, when we started these prophecy updates, because I was assigned to the U.S. Embassy in Malaysia, and even then, in the 90s, they were a bunch of Fruit Loops. This is absolutely terrible what's going on in the world. Trans, uh, where was I? Several ambassadors and diplomats have also been seen participating in pride festivals, whether going to parades or celebrating at their embassies. This is a Category 1 insurrection. The practice of flying pride flags was routinely approved for most of the past decade. The State Department under Obama stipulated that rainbow flags must be smaller than and flown below the American flags, but on the same pole, he said. That's okay. By 2016, approvals were left to ambassadors or chiefs of missions, but now such requests require high-level approval from the State Department. The president has said no, and they're doing it anyway. Times of Israel. Amid Trump flag ban, U.S. Embassy branch in Tel Aviv decorated for Pride Parade. 
the U.S. Embassy Branch Office in Tel Aviv decorated its building with rainbow flag banners for the city's pride parade amid a Trump admin ban on flying the pride flag from a flagpole at diplomatic missions. The decoration did not appear to breach the flagpole ban. So what they do is they just put this giant flag bigger than the United States on it and say, see, we're not violating the ban. The age. This week, the role of doctors will fundamentally change. This is from Victoria, Australia. Okay? This was last week, but I'm reading it now. Wednesday, June 19th, Victoria became the only jurisdiction in Australia to legalize euthanasia by enacting the voluntary assisted dying legislation. It's going from country to country to country to country. The Australian says, Victorians choose gender on birth certificate without surgery. So in Victoria, uh, you can also choose your uh, gender on your birth certificate, and you don't even need to change. Victorians who want to identify as a different gender to the one recorded on their birth certificate will no longer be required to have gender reassignment surgery in order to change the sex listed on the document under laws being introduced by the Andrews government. Oh. Our other category. Just so you know, this week was, it's a couple days ago, on the 21st, the summer solstice, the longest day of the year, okay? That means that every day from now on out, it's going to get cooler and cooler and cooler, and in weeks, it's going to be wintertime. We're going to be just living in, okay, that's not going to happen. I was talking to Jim about this yesterday, why the it's still hot way, way long after the longest day of the year. You'd think it would be the hottest on longest day of the year. That's not the case because the earth is heating up. As it's because we live on a globe, everybody got that, it's not flat. The earth heats up, okay, and as the sun is shining on it, it builds up heat and it lasts and lasts, and that's why the hottest days are actually a little bit later. And then it starts cooling down as the earth tilts back this way, and the people in Australia will start to get barbecued while we're getting cooled down, okay? Right now they're getting their cooler weather, okay? And so the winter is actually after the longest night of the year because the earth is still cooling down as it's beginning its rotation back that way. So that's why it happens. From Fox, California Democrats agree to full health benefits for many low-income illegal immigrants. In a stance to distance itself from President Trump's admin, California is set to become the first state in the country to pay for tens of thousands of illegal immigrants to have full health benefits. Low-income adults between the ages of 19 and 25 living in California illegally would be eligible for California's Medicaid program known as Medi-Cal. The deal emerged as a part of a broader $213 billion budget. The plan would take effect in January 2020, coming soon to a bankruptcy near you. State officials have estimated the benefits would be available to about 90,000 low-income illegal immigrants at a cost of $98 million per year. Here's why I included this, the next five or six words. While it's not all we sought, they wanted more. They, got, they wanted more. While it's not all we sought, it will provide a real tangible difference for people. Yeah, people that are earning their money will not be able to keep it to pay for people that shouldn't even be there especially for those around and below poverty and for middle-income families who don't get any help under the federal law. Yep. Indeed, now listen to this. A family of four, this is illegals, earning as much as six times the federal poverty level or more than $150,000 a year, a family of four earning more than $150,000 a year would be eligible to get about 100 bucks a month from the government to help pay their monthly health insurance programs. Yeah, can you imagine that? Or premiums from CBS. 
California's biggest cities may have to provide safe parking lots for the homeless to sleep. Yeah. Assembly Bill 891 passed the full assembly and it now goes to the Senate. Does anybody think the Senate is going to turn this down? No, they're insane. It requires cities and counties with more than 330,000 people to establish a safe parking program by June 1st, 2022. The safe parking programs would be required to have a bathroom facility and on-site security. So you can live in your RV on one of these facilities, have all the water you want free. You can probably, they'll probably mandate that you have electric hookups that you don't have to pay for. You got security. Why go anywhere else? You live your life on somebody else's ticket, right? It says, um, once the safe parking programs are established, cities and counties would work with local nonprofits to make sure those who live in their cars know about the option. Come on, we got plenty of room for you over here. Zero Hedge, Democrat border town mayor freaks out over GOP inaction as illegals overwhelm the city. Here he, a couple months ago, was saying, oh, we can't have these any laws, we can't have any fences, we gotta let these people in, and now it's coming back to bite him, and he's saying that we're the inactive ones, we're the inattentive ones. Zero hedge. Here, I told you it was coming. Africans coming across the southern border have rolls of $100 bills. This is a financial invasion against the United States of America. If anybody thinks that this is just simply something that's happening and people want to come to the land of the free and the home of the brave, this is intentional. What is going on right now in the Congo? Ebola. That's right. They are sending people here purposefully to hopefully infect America with Ebola. This, there is no doubt about this. This is going on. These people, well, I'll read it and then you can make your decision. Swiss journalist Urs Gerger recently visited African immigrants who breached the border and hung out on the streets of San Antonio, Texas, waiting to go elsewhere in the country. And he met hostility from people who didn't want to share details about their experiences, conflicted with each other, and had rolls of $100 bills. In a recording, Geiger asked a migrant from Congo how she got to America. She refused to say. We are here now in the U.S. Why do you ask about Ecuador? They're flying into Ecuador. They come through how many countries to get through from Ecuador to the United States? They are being funded to do this. They're being funded to come over here. They're given cash to live here. And they're arriving in a neutral country where they could stay. But this is an invasion being perpetrated by the left in order to destroy this nation. It goes on, a woman said, referring to the reported country they passed through. As Gerriger, or however he pronounced his name, continued to ask simple questions, he said they backtracked and were not answering at all. They wouldn't tell me anything about how they got here, and they started to get aggressive, and they were contradicting one another. Oh, we didn't walk through forest. Yes, we walked through forest. We didn't do this. We they're being brought in here as an invasion against the United States of America. That is what is happening. From campus reform, Texas Governor Greg Abbott signs campus free speech bill. His comment, we shouldn't have to do it. They ought to have free speech. It's protected by the Constitution of the United States, but he had to pass a law to get the left to allow people to actually say what they want to say on the right. Texas Governor Abbott signed a free speech bill that eliminates free speech zones aimed at creating more freedom of expression on campuses. SB 18 was passed in the State House and Senate with some, some Democrat support. In a Twitter video, the governor said that some colleges are banning free speech on college campuses, meaning against the right, right? Well, no more, because I'm about to sign a law that protects free speech on college campuses in Texas. 
Abbott commented on the bill saying that he shouldn't have to do it. First Amendment guarantees it. Now it's law in Texas, he says. Ugh. Mail online. Oh, I'm, I'm furious. Dictionary.com reveals plans to, you know, words have meaning. Yes. We use words because they have meaning. They used to. Reveals plans to update the definition of the word black after being branded racist for using devilish and dirty as synonyms. Online dictionary, dictionary.com, will revise its definition of the term black. This comes after it was slammed for synonyms associated with it. Some terms describing the word include dark, dingy, depressing, and devilish. And I thought, well, gee whiz, let's see what it says about white. White, wan. That's like Chinese there. Wan, I'm wan. I'm achromatic. That means I'm completely nothing, right? I'm ashen. I'm not very healthy today. That's not a good sounding word. I'm bloodless. What, I'm dead? So I can't, I, I'm going to write them and tell them I don't appreciate being called bloodless. I want that taken off of the list of white. How about chalky? Let me go scratch the chalkboard over there and see how you like that. All right. Ghastly. You're ghastly. Do you know that you're ghastly? Hoary. H-O-A-R-Y. Hoary. Not the hoary, hoary. Hoary, okay? Pallid. That sounds like Edgar Allan Poe, a pallid bust of palace, right? From, uh, what is it? Um, uh, Once upon a midnight dreary, while I ponder, weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door, and he gets into the pallid bust of palace, right? Okay, anyway, I can say the whole thing from memory. Um, transparent. You, ma'am, you are transparent. Waxen. That's like dead. That's going back to ghastly or something. You're waxing. I don't like you. You're waxing. I mean, words have meaning. We have synonyms to give us a general idea of what's on our mind. This, is, this world has gone absolutely crazy. Shall I finish the, the Raven? It'll take about 18 minutes to get through, but if you want, okay, I want that. All right, mail online. Black gas pump attendant who paid for white woman's fuel in dangerous South African area when she forgot her wallet, receives eight years pay, 26,600 pounds after she set up a fund to thank him. Aww. You talk about white and black in this world and how bad it is. Yeah. There are people out there that are willing to do this. This guy saw that she was scared. He paid for her gas and she set up a, GoFund she set up a GoFunding account to thank him for that. Monet Von Deventer, 21, driving to work in Cape Town when she stopped for fuel. She had left her cards at home and was about to go through a notorious bad area. I can't pronounce the guy, I'm sorry, but his name, uh, 28, paid to fill up her tank rather than risk her being left stranded. Deventer returned later that day to repay Mabelli, M-B-E-L-E, but also set up a crowdfunding page which raised 26,600 pounds, the equivalent of eight years of pay. I believe there is no black and white and that we are all one people and I just want to bring people together, Mabelli said. Thank goodness for that after that nonsense from dictionary.com. Got a lesser here for you. Can you guess which one? <laughs> Trump town will be on Golan Heights. Israelis will build on their rights. Undoubtedly men will their families defend and keep enemies dead in their sights. That's actually Kathy who did that one. Good job, that's a Catholic. Okay, one more time. Do not click off after I say the ending. There's gonna be a video for you to see. 
okay? Do not click off, it's only one minute long. If you don't watch it, you will regret it. It is a marvelous video. So it's one minute long, and so do not click off after I'm done. Our irony of the week, Topeka police tweet. Does your child's father have warrants? This is Father's Day tweet from the Topeka, Kansas uh, police. Does your child's father have warrants? Is he carrying around any drugs? Has he been committing any crimes? Want to give him a Father's Day you'll never forget? Call TPD and we'll help your family make a memory that will last a lifetime. There you go. That's a little ironic, I'd say. So such is the world we live in. And from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett. This is The Superior Word, and that is your Prophecy Update of the Week. And here comes your video to be watched. How much longer? Jerusalem's that way. Let's get going. To continue watching this video, please click on the thumbnail over here. Click here. Click right here. You won't regret it, I promise. Thank you.